Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on Powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 6,000 hours of the best events from over 150 of your favorite promotions from 20 different countries around the globe. Brands like Progress Wrestling, Evolve Wrestling, Combat Zone, Defy, PCW Ultra, PWX, Over the Top, Shine, and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only $5.99 per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. Hey, this is the national treasure, Nick Aldis, and you're listening to the All Night Long Wrestling Podcast. It's the All Night Long Wrestling Podcast. With the Enforcer. I believe you're called Enforcers, Gordon. I sell women's shoes. And the Stallion. Stallion, baby! I am not what you would call a handsome man. I'll kick you in the nuts and you'll smile at me and like it. All night! Welcome to another edition of the All Night Long Wrestling Podcast. We are your host. He is a stallion. I am the enforcer, and I am battling some uh, serious interference here from three canines, buddy. Want to uh, wish you a, a happy Sunday here at the All Night Long Wrestling Podcast. Welcome back, man. I feel like it's been forever. It has been forever. It's uh, well, it's been a long time. But oh, we just got. Uh, can I share the DM that we just got online? Uh, yeah. It might put somebody on blast though. I don't have any restrictions, so. Uh, we got a DM from the Angel Crush. Oh, okay. Yeah, she wants to know if we want to uh, set up a future podcast. Oh, okay. Um, uh, on that well, note, we're going to be setting up a uh, GoFundMe account for. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, it's uh, things are man. Do you have a good shooting with the stallion segment this week that you can? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, listen, uh, we have uh, we have a couple of things coming up down the pipeline. We had a really good couple of weeks. We had some great guests. We had Lindsey Snow on, Kurt Stallion. Um, Anthony Sharkbait, you know, Gutierrez from Evolve. It was such a busy, again, I, I feel like the last three or four weeks in professional wrestling has kind of almost been a blur. Would you agree with that? Yeah, you know, there's a lot of things that have changed and or started uh, in that last month of time. So, um, yeah, I mean, between AEW debuting on television, going up. Who? What? 
AEW. Oh, okay. Yeah. Going up against NXT on Wednesdays. Um, in addition to our big topic for today, which is the debut of NWA Power. Uh, I love it so much, it hurts. It is enjoyable. It's a very enjoyable show. It's available on YouTube, on the NWA YouTube channel. Uh, they've had two episodes so far, and all the feedback that I've seen on it, including from us, has been uh, tremendous. So, Are you playing Dokken in the background? Is that what that is? Am I playing Dokken? The question is, is NWA playing Dokken? Okay. Dude, it's so good. Everything that the NWA has done has been amazing. Kudos to Billy Corgan, uh, the amazing racist and sexist Jim Cornette. Uh, everybody involved. <laughs> everybody involved in the NWA, uh, top to bottom, has made this show so fun. Man, it's. Uh, also, I think, you know, before we get into it, I think a lot of the credit has to go to the crowd. Wouldn't you agree? Like, that crowd has been what you want from a studio audience crowd. There's not that one schlep who's tight. Hunter just threw a ball at me. There's not that one schlep that's, like, yelling out stupid stuff during the show. They're cheering when they're supposed to cheer. They're, you know, they're booing when they're supposed to boo. And they are, like, um, when, um, what's his name, gave the promo, the uh, Aaron Stevens, I believe. Yeah. Who actually, oh, now he can play the drop again. <laughs> I just thought about it. He's back in wrestling. Mm. So that's, that's great. When he cut his promo in front of the studio crowd, like they responded in kind and made the promo even better. So, the, you know, it takes a special type of crowd to be at a studio crowd like that so up close with the wrestlers. And, man, it has been such a throwback experience. It is probably the easiest hour of wrestling I have to sit through each week. Yeah, it's a different um you know presentation obviously compared to the other shows that are going on right now and the studio audience as you said is kind of the thing that hasn't been done in a little while for a pro wrestling show uh but it's cool like you said they you know the crowd comes off as very interested or into the the show and the matches which when you look at some other shows not always the case right so um i think that definitely helps the product and the presentation being different um, you know, sets it apart from some of the other shows that are on right now and some of the other companies. So, um, you know, they're doing really well. Uh, they have a pay-per-view apparently that's going to be happening in December. I'm buying it. I don't care how much it is. I'm mm-hmm. buying it. We're hanging out. We're watching it. So that's also a good thing. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's it's really cool, I think, for people of our generation and age range to be able to watch a show that's a throwback like that and also see some familiar names and some new faces that they're trying to uh, present also. Now, were you following the NWA much before NWA Power started? Uh, Well, I was following it to a certain extent, I would say, over the last year, year and a half. And that was mainly because of Nick Aldis and uh, what he's been doing with the NWA title. Um, I think specifically, right, I mean, I'm sure like a lot of people, when he was feuding with Cody last summer, um, and then they did the, the title match at All In, um, that definitely got me kind of following a little bit what was going on with the NWA. Um, and then this year they had their own show with the Crockett Cup. Um, and you know, I kind of learned a little bit more about their other titles, the Women's Championship, uh, the, the, uh, and the tag, the tag Championships, the National... What's the, what's the name of the one that uh, James Storm has? 
I believe it's the World Nationals title or the Nash and the NW. Yeah, Nationals, something like that. So yeah, those championships. I think I became more familiar with that. Um, you know, I just started to track it a little bit, and now that they have the weekly show, NWA National Heavyweight Championship. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. So uh, that's about. I think you know. So I've picked it up maybe in the last like year, year and a half. Yeah, and. I mean, it's such an easy follow. Really kudos to them for all the things they've done. To, to make the show for free on YouTube, everybody's got YouTube, dude. You know, like, it's the easiest thing to find. I love, you know, MLW also on YouTube, but you have to, have, like, be in sports. Hunter's trying to get out in the front yard, man. Things are going crazy. But what I like, too, is they're, they are introducing talents at – you know, like the correct way. You know, they're they're give, they're introducing the talent, or right before, right after the match, and they're giving them a platform to talk. Allison Kay, you know, she uh, she wrestled Ashley Vox this week, defending her NWA Women's uh, Title, and then she got on the microphone. When's the last time you really heard Allison Kay cut a promo, right? right? Like she does, you know, she'll cut promos for Shine on their YouTube, but actually on the show, that's how the NWA was built in the uh, you know in the '80s. Arn Anderson. Tully Blanchard, Ric Flair would come out, cut a promo on what they're going to do. Arn and Tully wrestle a match, dispatch of two jobbers. They go back to the TV set, cut another promo. It's real. There's nothing. It's not the scripted everything that you see on Mondays and Fridays. You know, you get to see these. I'm sure they probably have bullet points of what they want to talk about, but you get to see the real personality behind these people. And that's. It's such a different, you know, it's a more authentic feel. Like Aaron Stevens, I thought he had a pretty funny promo. He came out as a super over baby face, and then halfway through, he's like, uh, I want you all to not look me in the eyes. And I was like, that's hilarious. It was so good. It got heat from the crowd, and uh, it was, it was it's just something something different. Jim Cornette, I mean, take it for what he's worth. He's a, a lightning rod of controversy, but on commentary in that, uh, I guess, in that arena, that's – to me, that that's his lane, and that's kind of where he could stay. Yeah, for sure. I mean, and you know, other things about the show, like you said, the way that they do, you know, if it, if a, someone wins a match, they go over to the you know the, the the studio, the table, or whatever, and they get the interview done after the match. Uh, there's no music in terms of the entrances, right? So it's um, a little different in that respect, also. Um, so I'm curious to see what they do on the pay per view if they change that up at all, uh, or if they kind of keep the same format if it's going to be in the same location, but. You know, yeah, it's, it's, I do like, you know, for all his whatever controversies, I do like Cornette as a commentator. I think he's very entertaining and he knows how to get the wrestlers over uh, or help get the wrestlers over on TV. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see how they, they go week to week. You know, of course, all this is going to be featured as their world champion. Um, they seem to be featuring guys like James Storm, Eli Drake, uh, names that people are probably Cabana. Yeah, Cabana, Ken Anderson. So they have some names that people are familiar with, and they have other folks that they're bringing in. So, dude, bringing in Eddie Kingston and Homicide, Outlaw Inc. I blew my mind. Eddie Kingston is the greatest thing going in professional wrestling. The most real dude, and that kind of guy without a script. You say, hey, Eddie, go give me, uh, go give me three and a half minutes. You have gold. You have audio and visual gold. When he cuts a promo, Homicide is great with him. I mean, that's the kind of guy that's going to thrive in this atmosphere. Dude, I saw Trevor Murdoch this week. And, like, Trevor Murdoch got over. Like, cause afterwards, he went up to the kid and he's like, hey, this wasn't my night after he lost his match. Like, I uh, watching it, like, a, and then especially 
Dawkins, dude. Dawkins into the fire? Everything about this is not cheesy vintage 80s. It's like you are in the 80s. And like this time, like, you know, what's old is new again. And it's just the wrestling matches, like the opening match had a 10-minute time limit. That is that is classic, you know, NWA World Championship Wrestling Saturday nights at 6.05 kind of deal. I, I mean, everything, everything they've done so far and they've established – you know, Nick Aldis, when you watch that show, he is presented as a legitimate champion, a legitimate wrestler. They use the term professional wrestling. I love what they're doing with Nick Aldis and Camille. It's man, I can't get enough of it Tuesdays at six oh five. I'll tell you that much. And I'm really looking forward to the pay-per-view. But it's cool because each week, you know, there's uh, another layer. They're, they're building more talent. Like the first week, Eddie Kingston Homicide came out. Um, the second week you had Cabana and Ken Anderson. Love Ken Anderson, but, you know, maybe do some more cardio. I'm just saying, you know, throw what? I'm just, he could benefit from maybe a stair climber, huh? Is that, am I, am I fat shaming? Is that a thing? Um, no comment. Okay. Fine. No comment. But, like, next week, you know there's going to be somebody else they're going to introduce. And it's just, they didn't throw everything all at once, like, right? They didn't try to fit their entire promotion into one hour episode. So you tune in each week and you learn more and more about the promotion. I think that, you know, kind of slow and steady wins the race. Yeah. And that, I think that's the right format to take, right? You want to, we've talked about wrestlers or, or certain acts getting overexposed specifically when we talk about WWE, because they show up on television every single week and they're wrestling almost every single week. Well, when you have a show that's only an hour long, right, you don't need to do that. And if you space it out enough where, you know, guys' appearances in the ring are made special. Um, you know, they're not wrestling. They're wrestling maybe once a month. Uh, or appearing in front of the live crowd less frequently. Their reactions are better, I think, and people want to see them more. So I think that's kind of the key. If you're only pr- putting an hour show, you can kind of space it out. Just, you know, have maybe some small promos here and there. And then guys wrestle every couple weeks. You introduce new acts. Um, you know, it helps out a lot to keep things fresh. Yeah, and I think the people that, like... You know, Magnus clearly wasn't in studio this week, but they had a tape segment of him. Or, you know, they did a throwback to the week before. So you're not – you okay, I'm sorry. Did you say Magnus? Is that what that was? No. I said Naldis. And Oh, okay. Must have been my yeah, – yeah. You know what? I think Headphones. the – you know what it is? My Bluetooth. The Bluetooth? My Bluetooth. Yes, but not no no yeah no I, I did not not this like the they like NXT is a good example. That's when NXT was one hour. Yes, they wouldn't have the same guys on every week, but they would beat you over the head with segments, and they would show you every week. You would see what everything that happened the week before in NXT, and like that wasn't completely necessary. So I think the way NWA did it is they kept it fresh. They may have given you a couple of seconds here or there. I lo- I want to see some more Austin Idol. How can I see more Austin Idol, Joe? You might have to apply for that wrestling school, bro. I'll go. I'll go to Austin Idol's wrestling school. No problem. Gladly. Um, the other thing, I. How do you feel like the commentary is as far as calling it? Do you notice a difference between that and I don't know even AEW, NXT, or WWE? Um, I mean, I think their commentary is pretty polished from, you know, what I can tell. I don't, I didn't know too much about Joe Galley until, you know, other than his experience with the NWA, but I mean, I think they do a fine job 
uh, you know, calling the matches. The matches, ex- with the exception of the Aldis and Tim Storm match on the first episode, haven't been very long either, right? They've all been maybe like six or seven minutes or less. So I think it keeps things moving. Um, you know, they promote the right guys. They talk about maybe the upcoming pay-per-view or a taping. Um, so I think they're doing all the right things. And the, the two-man booth as well. I, I'm always a big fan of the two-man commentary team over the three-man commentary team. Uh, Agreed. So I think they do. I think they do a solid job comparative to you know some of the other shows that we that we watch. Yeah, and they don't have long matches, like you said, just for the sake of long matches. You know, if you can get your point across in six or seven minutes, that's fine. And I think they even told a really good story with Tim Storm. I mean, fifty something year old. I think it was a high school principal, something along those terms. And he, how much the ten pounds of gold meant to him. And I thought he had a, a beyond fine match. With Nick Aldis, you know, for a guy that age. Can we see him wrestle like uh, Blue Justice and Suzuki and Liger? Can we get like a Legends? Like, I I remember Impact or TNA tried to do that for a while. But if we can get like a Legends, uh, how do we do? Like, without The Undertaker, I just want Tim Storm, Jushin Thunder Liger, Suzuki, and Blue Justice. That's all I want to see. All right. And all those guys... Tell me Tim Storm can't work. Wasn't that a good match? Yeah, no, I thought it was a very good match. And, and the the story behind it and the emotional investment, right, that they tried to get the fans to go along with in terms of Storm, you know, had he lost the match, which he ended up doing, not being able to challenge for the NWA title anymore after that, you know, especially at his age, um, you know, potentially marking the end of a, of a main event run for him. Um, so, I mean, yeah, th- I think that that all added to it. Um, the promo he cut before the match, so it, you know, it does. It, it, it you know, it, you put the, you put that kind of background and the stakes, and I think it enhances the quality of the match as it's going along. How much more? First episode of NWA Power. How much more did you care about the outcome of Tim Storm versus Nick Aldis than any match on Raw or SmackDown last week? Well, yeah, because it has, it has the stakes, right? It has, you know, it has, um, you know. If if he lost, then they, to him, you know, and, and he came off as very like you know how important the title was to him. So the fact that you know him losing um, would really kind of impact him a lot. And then all this, of course, not wanting to lose the title. I thought the match they had was very good. They told a good story. Um, you know, all this was very good. I thought with his selling. Um, you know, after the match, he put Storm over and then kind of went back to being a little bit heelish after that with all the Camille stuff, which is another, you know, kind of angle that they're running. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, it was in, I was invested in it because of the story and the job that those guys did, you know, putting it together. How hard is that to do? Nobody who watched, like, for the first time you watch NWA for the first time, nobody really knew who Tim Storm was. By the end of the show, I am screaming for him, like, to kick out of the cradle. And when he low-blowed Nick Aldis, I was all forward. I'm like, I know why he's doing it. Like, I feel for him. Meanwhile, I'm sitting there on Raw and SmackDown. I'm like, yep. I, I, even if it's for a title, it doesn't mean anything. But, you know, I, and to AEW's credit, AEW so far has done a great job of the wins and losses because, again, they, they feel like they matter. NWA is following the same the same suit, and they're calling it on commentary like a, like a sport, like professional wrestling. And I think that's um, that's a touch that we've been missing. So I know I'll be checking in, you know, every week at six oh five, baby, Tuesday on YouTube. Just go to YouTube, type in NWA Power. It comes up. Subscribe. Set an alert for yourself so it reminds you every Tuesday. And then it's you know it's free on you know right up after that. So 
you know, if you're uh, if you're a fan of professional wrestling in the olden days, you're a fan of the NWA, the Jim Crockett era, then NWA Power is going to be for you. So watch that. And uh, what else you been watching, man? You been keeping up with the NXT and the AE Dub? Yes, I've been trying my best to keep up with both. Um, although I will say that when the shows air live on Wednesdays, I primarily stick with AEW and then watch NXT um, on DVR or on the network. I'm not sure if that's because that's what I'm used to uh, with NXT or if it's just because I feel like AEW is the more entertaining show to watch or some combination of both. But that's kind of what I've been doing. What's What's been your lean so far in terms of the two shows? Have you been preferring one over the other? This week I fell asleep early, Joe. Not going to lie to you. But for week one, actually this is week three, right? Yeah, this past week was the this third week. Week. Yeah. week one, I watched them both in a hotel room as I streamed on our Instagram. Week two, I watched AEW Live. And week three... I attempted to watch AEW live, but fell asleep. Not for the fault of the show, because of the fault of my, um, you know, senility. However, uh, I also think AEW is a, it's an easier show to sit through. There's less throwback clips. It keeps my, um, it keeps my attention in 2019. That's very difficult, but it keeps my attention for the entire two hours. And the two hours really does fly by. The matches are well laid out. I think the space, the timing is really good. The spacing of the segments, like everything they've done, they've made it a very easy watch for me for two hours. And whereas NXT, it's not that it's not, but I think I believe it or not, I might attribute some of that to Full Sail Arena. Like it's kind of the same look, the same thing week after week. Like you and I have been saying for how long they have to change up the Raw. You could change up the Titantron and all that stuff as much as you want, but I think it's the colors. I'm, the red and the black, like it just, no matter what, it looks the same and, and it's the same kind of feel. Whereas um, we might get there with NWA, like after a while you might be like, oh, okay, it's the same thing. But because it's such a different presentation, you know, like I said, what's old is new again. It feels fresh. Whereas Raw, it's been the same black and red for, you know, who knows how long. So, but I, yeah, I don't know if it's full sale arena, but it just doesn't feel as important, not important, but it doesn't feel like as vital. Like uh, I have to watch it right then and there. Whereas AEW, I feel like, oh man, I really have to watch this live because I don't want to be spoiled about anything. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you for sure on that. I th- for whatever reason, I don't know if it's because maybe NXT is adjusting to the two hour format um, or, you know, whatever it might be, but, but yeah, I mean, it's tough. I mean, I think that happened a little bit with you know TNA uh, when they had the yep. they were in the impact zone for a while when they first were there um, it was new the crowd was crazy into things right they were putting on great matches and then I mean for a variety of reasons over the years but I think that crowd probably got a little bit stale they were seeing the same thing over and over um, you know the booking got a little bit worse um, you know they brought in different acts people did not want to see and then all of a sudden you're watching impact and you have to like you're, you're hearing piped in crowd heat because uh <laughs> You know, the crowd's not reacting to things, and, you know, and obviously they had their issues with trying to go out on the road and stuff. So it's interesting. It'll be interesting to see if the novelty wears off with some of these things. Uh, with NXT, maybe that's what we're seeing a little bit in terms of the full sale crowd. Um, you know, you hope with NWA, since it's it's new, it'll stay hot for a while. Maybe they'll get new fans in there each week um, for one-hour shows or the tapings or whatever they might be. But, um, you know, you gotta, that, I mean, that's definitely part of it, right, the presentation. AEW's gone to these these you know larger size arenas right away they're going to different cities and they're still getting hot crowds so that's true city to city and not for nothing on the presentation 
Tony Schiavone, baby. He is great on commentary. I really, I mean, I also like you. I don't like the three-man booth. But I think Schiavone, JR, and Excalibur, like, they don't step on each other's toes. Nobody dominates the broadcast, and they all know when to interject themselves. Very similar to Beth Phoenix. Hmm. I sense a little sarcasm. Incredibly similar to Beth Phoenix. I mean, she's right up there. Wouldn't you agree? I think Renee Young... Renee, Renee Young is to Beth Phoenix what Michael Jordan is to Vlade Divac. I don't want to be negative today. It's Sunday. You know what I mean? It's I just I'm one, but I understand. I'm I'm just gonna you know I'm gonna lay out. I'm gonna lay out. You don't you don't have to lay out. Well, why why would you lay out? Okay, for well, all right. If you don't want to be negative today, how do you feel about the commentary team then? For which for which episode for which, for AEW? Yeah, who cares about the rest of them? Just oh, kidding. Wow. Uh, no, I like those guys. I do. I mean, I think uh, Tony Tony Schiavone has been really good. Um, Excalibur, I've always liked. I think he brings a lot of knowledge on the current wrestlers. Yeah. To the broadcast team, you know, and Jr. is a legend. I mean, obviously, he has his his moments where hiccups. He may, yeah, where he might have. It's a good way a good way of putting it, right? Um, but other than that, I do think it's they, they're a very good team. Uh, they know how to get. They again. I think part of the commentary, right, is getting over the the wrestlers and the storylines. So, if you're able to do that and not beat people over the head with it to the point where it's annoying, uh, a la Michael Cole and Corey Graves, then I think uh, they're doing a good job. So I, I like those guys a lot on uh, on commentary. I think they're doing a very nice job so far. And uh, to your point about Jr., I think this week he had his best week. Um... On commentary, and you know what? He's not trying to be that guy, but he is considerably older, really, than everybody else. But it's it's all about gelling, you know. And he hasn't called weekly wrestling in how long? So everybody was on him about the new Japan stuff. Listen, was it great? No, but you've got a sixty late sixty year old dude from Oklahoma trying to pronounce half of the new Japan roster. That's got to be difficult as it is. Listen, give the guy a break. He's not the main focus on commentary. I mean, he's kind of steering the ship, but you have two other guys in Excalibur, and Excalibur's knowledge has been it's such a welcome addition. And you could tell Shivani's done his homework, too, for all intents and purposes. Shivani's been uh, really good on commentary. I enjoy him on MLW, too, so it's great to see him back in. And um, I don't know, man, it's just really uh, – it's a real good time to be a wrestling fan. Joe, I'm looking at the clock here. I'm wondering if you have a shooting with the stallion topic this week. Is there anything you got that really uh, – I know you said you're trying to be positive, but I want to see anything really rustling your feathers. I mean – I mean I, – listen, I don't – I uh, I can't really say enough about uh, the WWE draft that took place. Uh, yes! Yes, I knew you had one. Just the whole thing is really – was really just a poop show, I have to say. <laughs> um, and, I mean, I, I we can go on and on and on about it because there's so many issues with it. But just a couple of bullet points. Um, Hold on. Let me get my pen and paper. Yeah, go get, ahead. The, get the yellow legal pad out. Here we go. So One. the two draft pools where you can only draft certain wrestlers on the first night and certain wrestlers on the second night was largely nonsensical to me. Uh, the fact that they would come out and announce like five picks at a time, and it was all done by Stephanie McMahon, who has no allegiance to either show, uh, that was poor. Uh, wrestlers being drafted to shows they were already on. 
that was also a rough a rough stretch. Uh, the fake executives from Fox and USA Network, including the Fox Football robot, uh, you know, being involved in the war room, so to speak, I think was all very campy, as you could say. Uh, and See, yeah, but f- sometimes campy is cool. This was not cool. This was not cool. And then, of course, since they have now separated the brands because of the Fox and the USA, they immediately had wrestlers that were drafted to certain shows appearing on the other shows right away and facing each other at Crown Jewel in a week and a half. So I think that hits all the high points. I really don't you, know that I need to say much more than that. You did leave out Terry Bradshaw saying how much he loved Dusty Rhodes. Oh, I might have, I might have missed that segment, but... Uh, you know, I apologize for the for the error. It's been brutal. Uh, I feel terrible for Eric Bischoff being the fall guy because I think the first week SmackDown did four and change million, four point something, right? It was close to four, I believe. Three point nine, maybe almost close to four million. The second week they did two point eight five million. Now they're down to two point four one million. Mm. You know what that tells you? That tells you nobody uh, can't curse, right? We're on. Uh, nobody gives a rat's donkey behind about. Tyson Fury, about Cain Velasquez, about any of these guys. You know what they care about? They care about wrestling, and you're not seeing that. You're not seeing anybody build the characters. I care more about Tim Storm winning or losing the 10 pounds of gold than I do anything that happened on SmackDown this week. I just do not care because you have not made stakes. You have not put the emphasis on winning or losing or storylines or developing people for me to care. Somebody's here. They lose, they win, nothing matters. The Hell in a Cell ends in a DQ or TK. I don't, I don't care what it is. I, Cesaro, guy like Cesaro, not even being drafted, like all this stuff, man. It's just, it's painful, and I don't know, I don't know how much longer I'm gonna watch. There, I, I said it. I don't know, Joe. I didn't even watch SmackDown this week. I watched the first week, caught some of the second week, have no interest in going back and watching it this week. I'm more likely to rewatch NWA Power Episode 2 than I'm SmackDown. Well, I think a lot of people probably feel the same way, and that's why the ratings have steadily gone down the first three weeks so far. Um, next week, it's going to be on FS1 instead of Fox. Because really? Of the, because of the World Series. So I wonder how much that will impact uh, viewership next week as well. Um so uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I think that's I'm, that sounds like a very uh, you know a, a common thought that I'm, a lot of fans are having as as per their tuning out by you know the hundreds of thousands each week. Yeah, man, it's not good. Um, are you going to be watching Crown Jewel? I don't think so. If it was called Halloween Havoc, I may consider it, but uh, I'm not. I don't know that I'm going to be that I'm going to be watching it. I. Just, I completely agree with you i don't care and it's funny you mentioned halloween havoc because next week on the all night long wrestling podcast news to joe we're doing a halloween themed episode baby you excited Um, joe am i gonna have to wear a costume yes uh i could also show buster's costume on the air you know what buster is for halloween Uh, do i want to know are you torturing this poor animal he's a hot dog bro Uh, of course he's a hot dog Uh, of course Dude, he he put that costume on. He wore it like a champ. I'll have plenty of pictures on our Instagram because let me tell you something. The pictures of Buster on our Instagram and our Twitter have gotten far more likes than anything else I posted. So mm-hmm. maybe we should just superimpose Chance, Hunter, and Buster over our face on this show. Give the people what they want. 
what it comes down to. And if you want to give your significant other what you want, you can go, simply go to bluechew.com, use the promo code WPP, and get your first order of Blue Chew for free. All you're paying is $5 shipping and handling, Joe. You know how easy it is to pay $5 and get hours of satisfaction at the drop of a hat? Listen, all the key ingredients from your Cialis and your Viagra and stuff, without that awkward in-person visit, $5 at BlueChew.com. Use the promo code WPP. And while we're talking about promo, you know what? No. I'm going to save it for a special post later on Instagram. If you guys have been following Evolve, um, that's another thing I, you know, we could talk about soon. Evolve had some great shows last weekend. And you know what? I'll follow up on our Instagram live with the Evolve and a special promo code so you guys in the metro area can get tickets to Shine and Evolve 139 discounted, courtesy of your friends at the All Night Long Wrestling Podcast Show. And, you know, listen, if we're close to the pro, you know, Pro Wrestling Tees right now is doing a sale, 20% off. You know what would be pretty cool about that show is if we had a store on Pro Wrestling Tees. What do we have to do to make that happen? We need to have 10,000 followers on social media to make that happen. How close are we, Joe? Um, I think that we're probably in the 6,000 to 6,500 range currently. We have some amazing ideas for shirts. Please, let's get us over the 10,000. And Joe and I will happily donate portions of the proceeds to local animal rescues because we care more about animals than we do people. Is that true? That is true. Factually correct. There we go. So we got to get over that 10,000. We appreciate everybody checking out another episode of the All Night Long Wrestling Podcast. You can find us everywhere. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, Facebook.com slash All Night Long WP at All Night Long WP everywhere. YouTube.com slash All Night Long wrestling podcast again check out twitter and our instagram later today probably monday we're gonna have that information about the evolve and the shine shows and that's it for another edition of the show we are tapping out with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.